You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travcon. Hello and welcome to Travcon TV and Travel Nursing and Therapy Life podcast. The podcast that's brought to you by Travelers Conference. And my name is Laura Latimer. I'm the host of the industry trends part of the podcast and the um, YouTube channel. And I'm very excited to be the host of this topic because it happens to be my favorite topic. Where the heck is this industry going? Are we going to adapt a lot of these really cool technologies that are out there to help improve our own industry? And thankfully the answer is yes. Technology is coming our direction and so what the industry looks like today in 2020 is going to be very, very different than what the industry looks like in even five years. Because once technology starts looking at an industry, many times it's pretty quick that you start seeing that disruption. And so I am here to bring on some amazing experts and guests that will talk to me about the technology and the area that they're looking at and what they're working on, what they see as visionaries in certain technologies and what they think is gonna happen to the industry. But for this very first episode, we are going to talk big picture about different parts of the industry and about uh, why they matter to us as travelers or why they would matter to you if you are a staffing agency or an exhibitor. And so um, we're going to talk about four technologies that you gotta, gotta know if you are in travel healthcare or you are, well, yeah, if you are in travel healthcare as a healthcare provider, as a traveler or um, as a staffing agency. So let's get started, shall we? The first topic we're going to talk about is the VMS. If you are a traveler, do not turn this off because you hear that and you think it only matters for the staffing agency because I assure you it does not. This was a topic I wish I actually knew so much more about when I was first traveling. I had no clue how much the VMS actually impacted us. So first, what is the VMS? Let's get on the same page. The VMS is a software system. So if you've ever asked the question, how does hospitals find travelers? How do they find us? How do they know which staffing agencies to talk to? Well, that is all answered by the VMS. If you were a hiring manager and you said, I want a traveler to come work for me and help with this caseload problem or whatever is going on, you would go into the software called the VMS that you picked out as a hospital system and you put in your needs into the software. That software system is the communicator between you as the hiring manager and all the staffing agencies that have us as travelers. And so then the VMS shoots out the job order that the hospital said to many, many different staffing agencies, which is why some staffing agencies share similar jobs and some staffing agencies have different jobs from each other because each staffing agency works with a collection of different VMS systems because there's many, many different VMS systems in our industry and different direct contracts where it's not a VMS at all. So this one VMS shoots it out to the people that are signed up for that VMS. Those staffing agencies will then uh, traditionally pick up the phone and call us travelers and say, hey, a job opened up. We see it here um, and it looks like it's something you might be interested. Are you interested in it? We'll talk about the way that is changing the recruiter traveler relationship later but traditionally that's how it happens right they actually have to call us or text us or email us when they see something come through and um, and then what do they do if we are interested then they'll submit us back to the vms system and how do they do it 
is something maybe to take a beat and think about. Do you know how your information, your resume, or your online profile goes from the staffing agency back to the hospital? What is the hospital looking at? Is it your resume or is it something else? Uh, these questions actually matter, and this is why. They matter because if you don't know what they're looking at, you won't know what you can do to be more in control of getting yourself a job that you want. And so how it actually works is whatever we filled out for the staffing agency, an online profile, or maybe they just said, give us a resume and we'll pull data out of that and make your own online profile. Whatever it is, they have to get that data and retype it or copy and paste it into the VMS system. So the VMS, um, at least many VMSs are meant to be vendor neutral, which means the vendors, the staffing agencies, all have a fair shot at getting their candidate the job. And so they need to take away anything that shows which vendor it's coming from by the time it gets to the hospital. And so by doing that, all of these different staffing agencies with their different standardizations, their different ways of saying words, their different ways of running business, their different logos, all gone. They all have to fill out the same form in the VMS to get it to the hospital. So the hospital is supposed to be then picking us based on our credentials, based on our speed of getting something in, not based on which staffing agency we're deciding to go through. Because the hospital is paying the same rate, typically, for any of those staffing agencies. So they're just looking for the best clinician. So that's the job of the VMS. So they put it into the system. Now it's a copy-paste, it's a data entry job. Here is something to listen to. There is a trend going on where labor is cheaper overseas. So many staffing agencies are jumping on that trend and they're saying, okay, well, rather than our recruiters or our people that work in office that cost more per hour to do the data entry part of this, let's outsource that. One very popular place is the Philippines is getting outsourced to. And so they might send over to the Philippines and say, hey, uh, this, this traveler is ready. They want to be submitted. And that person could be copy and pasting from your online profile into the VMS system. All right, think about this for a second though. It's not, that's not a bad thing all on its own. But these teams in the Philippines, they don't know the lingo like you do. They don't know what to look for to make sure that you sound like the best possible clinician you can when they copy and paste your information into the VMS to then submit you for the job. So what you want to do when you make an online profile is make it as if exactly what you type in is going to be exactly what the hiring manager sees. And you want to think about it using very good keywords. So the VMS, that computer system, let's say that they have programmed it to only give the resumes to the hiring manager that has these certain keywords for the job and this amount of work experience and all the things that the hospital said they need. Well, you got to make sure you have those keywords in your profile. So what you give to the staffing agency, make sure it's ready to be copied and pasted over. Another thing that's important about the VMS is knowing they're not all vendor neutral. Sometimes the hospital is contracted with an MSP, which is the company that helps them sort through all of, all of the credentials, all of the stuff that they need, and the VMS the software. And sometimes MSPs or people on first, staffing agencies on first tier of getting jobs get first access. So if you are a traveler and you're working with a company that has first access or they have um, a relationship with the hospital where they get the first go at it and only if they don't find someone in their own internal bucket of travelers will they send it out to other staffing agencies, 
that's good to know. There's some agencies that are just really important to already have your paperwork in with and other agencies so you get some of those first shots at the jobs because otherwise you'll just be waiting and hoping that whole group of travelers at that other staffing agency don't apply for you to get your chance in the second tier or the third tier. And so this is why working with multiple agencies can be really useful if you want to see many opportunities because all of these vendors and staffing agencies will be contracted with some of the same VMSs. So that's why you see some of the same jobs, some different VMSs, so different access to jobs. And like I said before, some direct contracts, which don't necessarily come from a VMS. That's where they come directly from the hospital. And there's not that software in the middle. So having a variety, usually about three staffing agencies is good because of this reason. And the last thing I'll say about a VMS is speed matters. And so a VMS is a software system, and when software comes in, it speeds up how quickly things get done. And so with that, the hospital put in their information, and it was shot over to um, all of the vendors and the staffing agencies. Now, the vendor and the staffing agency that is the quickest to fill the information back out and send it back is going to have a higher chance of getting their traveler booked. And so our role in that as travelers is to uh, fill it out as quickly as possible, um, the information for the agency so they have it to send back over, and also just learn to say yes quickly, learn to read pay packages quickly and say yes quickly, because the VMS many times will shut down um, and say we don't want any more applications after the first 20. So getting your name in the hat is better than waiting and thinking too long, and, um, and not, because you can always pull your name out of the hat and be like, never mind, actually it doesn't look that good, but you can never put your name in the hat once it's closed. So VMS means everything's sped up, which means travelers should know that to be able to speed up with the industry, to try to get the best luck at getting those jobs that you really want. The next one we're gonna talk about is job boards and what technology is doing to job boards. And when we think of job boards, I'm not talking about a job board on an individual company's website. I'm talking about marketplaces. Marketplaces is really the tech word for a job board that many, many different staffing agencies post to at once. And so then um, travelers can go to that marketplace job board, the third party place that's just there to display jobs and actually shop around a little bit more. You don't have to actually call up a recruiter from every single company to see what they have to offer. You get a little bit more of that sense of control where you can go and browse jobs yourself, kind of like a shopping center and say, ooh, here's different outfits. Uh, this is the one I want. And then you would talk to the person that's selling that one. So the downside of it is the tech is not that great yet where the speed of the industry can really instantly change the speed of the marketplace. So as of right now, what they're really good for is for us as travelers to know how much we're worth. So easy in these places to type in a city, a state, and see what jobs are being offered and, um, and see about how much we should make. Way harder than it used to be for us to get um, paid way less than we should. So it kind of gave some transparency to pricing. Um, what they're not great for yet is showing open jobs every time. Depending on which marketplace that you're looking at, some of them will keep jobs up that are six weeks old or eight weeks old. And it can feel frustrating because then if you, if you click all the buttons and do all the stuff and you're excited about that job, and then the recruiter on the other side just says, hey, 
uh, this job's not open anymore. Can I help you look for something else? And you're like, yo, I was, <laughs> I was writing you about this job. And you realize that it's been up there for weeks and weeks and weeks and it was closed a long time ago. And so um, the job boards that are doing it the best are the ones that are really paying attention to taking down old jobs and putting up new jobs. But even if they're not, it's still an improvement for us to give us an educational tool to look and see how much are different places, different companies paying for the same thing. So we have a starting ground for knowing what our worth is in each area, which is a good thing. So job boards and marketplaces are going to be an area that we interview people and talk about where they are now in the early stages of this technology, which already has some pros and cons, and where do we think it's going to be in five years? And how much is that going to fundamentally change the way travelers find their companies and find their jobs? That's what we'll talk about in that part of it. Then number three is the concept of our recruiters going away. This is a question that I get asked a lot um, and more and more in the last coming years because you start seeing trends of company pop up that will on their marketing at least say, we don't have recruiters here. Um, and so then it really kind of goes into, well, what is a recruiter? And what is a recruiter's role? And what does it mean to have no recruiters? And so while this is trending, the reason it's trending is because of technology. A recruiter's role in the past was crucial, right? The recruiter had to pick up the phone. There was not a technology there to do it any other way and call their list of travelers and tell us about jobs. They were responsible for negotiating. A recruiter traditionally is a sales role where they're selling us a job. Um, and sales is not necessarily bad. Um, when you think of sales as a service, uh, they are telling us about the best fits for us, seeing if it fits, aligning expectations, and hopefully getting us in a job we want. When, it, when it's done right, sales is fine. But they are traditionally a sales role. And so the better the recruiter does, the longer hours they work, the harder they work. They're able to make more money off of commissions because they have a bigger desk, more travelers that they're managing. That's just the basics of, of a recruiter traditionally. But now there's many companies that are coming out and saying, uh, -uh we're not doing it like that. We don't have recruiters. We don't have sales. We don't have negotiations. We don't have commissions. So now all of a sudden, rather than a, a recruiter, there's usually still a human there, but the role is becoming more customer service. And the reason is because they are able with technology to just display jobs in a um, quick enough time that we can look ourselves. And if we want to submit, we just submit. And there's a lot more of us doing it as a traveler, just looking and not needing to talk to as many people and kind of seeing the same type of dashboard that the recruiter would see. And it just takes negotiation away. There's no such thing as negotiating. It just like is what it is. And you look and you decide, and the recruiter is really there to answer questions if you need to um, and guide you and then help get you submitted as quickly as possible. So it totally kind of switches the role um, that we're used to, the traditional roles. And so that is another thing you're going to hear me talk to some of these companies, as well as some of the companies that are still doing traditional recruiting. And just listen to where the mindset is at and where the thought process is at today, because this is something that could also fundamentally shift the way that we interact with staffing agencies in the next five years as certain parts of technology take away certain parts of a recruiter's traditional role. And the last thing I'm going to go over today is um, credentialing, aka all of the paperwork that we travelers get to do over and over and over again. So 
uh, if you are a traveler who works with multiple agencies. And maybe you're doing that because you want to hear about many different opportunities. You know that different agencies might have access or different relationships with different regions, different hospitals, different places. So you're like, hey, I'm going to hear about more jobs and hear about more pay packages and increase my chances of getting submitted fast. I've got to work with a couple agencies, around three probably. But with that, when we ever we switch agencies or add a new agency, we know it's a lot of paperwork. We know it's our references getting called again and again, and it's repetitive, and it's, um, it can be painstaking. And so credentialing is an area that is being looked at really closely, and there are a few amazing companies coming up and a few staffing agencies doing things a little bit differently in the area of how we get credentialed. And so you're going to hear me um, interview and talk to these people about where it's at today, the pros, the cons, what makes it hard to shift this, uh, this part of our industry that can be hard to shift because the staffing agencies are competitive against each other. And so if you fill out paperwork with, with staffing agency one, what incentive do they have to share that with staffing agency number two or give all of it to you in an easy way to share? No, they, they kind of want that friction on some level because it'll keep you with them and makes them stickier. You already did your paperwork there. It's more painful to switch over to this one. So sometimes there's some, there's some challenges for getting staffing agencies to accept something more universal. And then there's some things that we're seeing that make it seem like it could be possible in the future. Um, and so we want to talk to the people that are really focusing their energy on this segment of travel healthcare, the credentialing, the paperwork, getting us into hospitals faster, getting us set up to onboard faster, um, all of these things. So we'll talk about that, where we're at today in 2020, and where we hopefully will see the industry go in the next five years. Uh, so those are the four main pieces of tech you're going to hear me interview, dive into, dig into. The VMS, how the hospitals find us how we get submitted to them. The marketplaces and collective job boards where everyone's posting their jobs on one place and how that might transform things. The no recruiter model, a completely different way of us interacting with staffing agencies and interacting with finding jobs and what we do versus what a recruiter does. And the credentialing and the paperwork. All of these could look completely different in five years. So we wanna be ahead of the trend Talk to them, see what's coming, and see how we can take advantage of some of these amazing resources and also just learn and grow together. So follow along for the interviews, and we will see you next time on Industry Trends on this, uh, this wonderful podcast by Travco. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at Travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment below or email us at podcast at travcon.org.